Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the advice. Carpe diem. Seize the day. The comebacks. Why don't you take a picture? It'll last longer. <laughs> and the technology. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to a special edition of Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad at sea. <laughs> and today we have a sneak preview of the 2019 voyage of the 80s cruise, featuring an interview with cruise director J.T. Waters. <laughs> I am the monarch of the sea. Ready to have a different kind of show today, Brad? You know, Steve, I think I could get on board with something. Maybe no promos, no commercials for, you know, Viagra, dog toys, luggage. Protein bars, just you and me, like the old times, and our buddy JT? You and me and our buddy JT. It sounds just about right. That sounds like a 70s song. Or a late 60s, one of the two. It would be on, uh, which channel would it be on Sirius XM? I don't know. We'll Uh, find out. Old Coffee House. Yes. So JT Waters is the cruise director for the 80s cruise. A 2019 voyage will be his second trip as the cruise director he was on board the holland america euro dam in 2016 during the inaugural cruise he was a holland america camp counselor that year yeah but but as brad will tell you he played a much bigger role he helped us out man he's like and it's funny because when i saw him last year on the cruise i was like oh our little friends all grown up you know he stepped up to this new role you guys talk a little bit about it in the interview, but he really helped us out that first year. He did. He did a lot. And in the spirit of um, him helping us for trivia, after today's interview, we have a five-question pop quiz for you at home. If you get all questions right, you're entered into a drawing for a free Stuck in the 80s t-shirt. Your size. You choose the size, even. You get to choose the size? Right. Wow. I was afraid you were going to make them come to your house for a custom sizing evaluation. <laughs> There's a time and place in Stucky in the 80s lore where that might have actually worked. But those days are all gone, my friend. Uh, well, did you spend them wisely or did you just spend them? <laughs> I spent them. Uh, anyway, <laughs> there's just a couple days left now. I know we said no promos. This is not necessarily a promo. This is This is just good advice. If you haven't booked on the cruise yet... <laughs> Friendly advice. The August uh, promotion has been extended a few days till September 4th, I believe. And um, Okay, just to the end of Labor Day weekend. Right. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to book and you're going to use the promo code August, but you're going to tell them that we sent you, stuck in the 80s, so that, um, so that they invite us back next year. Otherwise, we'll be swimming. And so what you get in return is you get the best rates available today. You get a year to pay off your uh, cabin, and you get free drink packages on select cabins. So I think that's a pretty good deal. In return, not bad. bad. (laughs) And then we all get to have a big group hug and watch D. Snyder and Kenny Loggins and Berlin, OMD, The Fix, Club Nouveau, Cutting Crew, Grandmaster Flash. Who am I leaving out? English Beat. (sighs) Anyway, there's a lot of Uh, bands. Sheila E. You mentioned Sheila E. 
There's always somebody I'm forgetting. There's so much to do on this cruise, you're going to forget things unless we remind you every single week. Anyway. That's why they uh, give we'll, us a sheet of paper every day. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we're going to throw it on over here to uh, JT and I. But stick around for after the interview, and we will have that trivia quiz, and uh, someone's going to win a free T-shirt. So uh, enjoy the conversation. We'll be back in a few minutes. Welcome to the uh, Stuck in the 80s podcast to uh, our good friend JT Waters. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent. It's only uh, five months to go, I think, now to the next 80s cruise. Yeah, the year's flying by. This is great. I know. Jeez, man. This is the worst part, though, is the – this is the part where I, I know me and my 80s fellow cruisers, we're online every day on our Facebook groups, and we're swapping costume ideas, and we're buying themed T-shirts, and we're you know getting daily deliveries from Amazon Prime. Uh, it's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive to be an 80s fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing the same thing. I've been on Amazon quite a bit lately, and I'm uh, I'm gearing up myself. Excellent, excellent. So the first 80s cruise, you were on board the Holland America Eurodam, but you were there as a camp counselor, right? Exactly. I was a, I was a camp counselor, and I was their cruise director at the time, and I was helping Dane out with some of the things, and I got to be part of a lot of the events. So uh, I naturally was one of the choices for them when they needed somebody, and I was thrilled that they uh, asked me to come back. Cool. Yeah, I know you... Uh, we got to know you really well because you came and helped us out with Big 80s Trivia. You were the one who basically taught us how to do it on a ship because Brad and I had 0.0 <laughs> idea of how it was going to happen or what was going to go down. And, and you basically calmed us down and you got us through it. So many thanks. It was a blast, yeah. I was happy to help out. Trivia is one of my favorite things to do in general. And uh, the fact that it was 80s Trivia made it even more fun. But yeah, we had a great time with that. We're getting better and better at it. We're we're not, we're now at the point where people don't hunt us down in the hallway and threaten to kill us because the <laughs> questions are too hard. But that actually did happen. I mean, I don't, I don't think they were really going to kill us, but they would have liked to have maybe done us some bodily harm those first couple years. Yeah, trivia people can be intense. It can get they, they're out for blood. <laughs> you combine eighties with trivia people, and those are two passions that um, it's like uh, oil and water. You know. Whiskey and beer, bad things are going to happen, but uh, we've, we've, we get better every year. Yeah. It's, uh, it, I mean, it's supposed to be for fun, but yeah, you're, you're right. It, it can get to that next level. <laughs> yeah. So I got to know, because you, are, you have a long experience with the Holland America line, and the first ever 80s cruise was on the Holland America Eurodam. How different, and I think I know how this, how this answer is going to go, but how different is the 80s crowd compared to the usual Holland America crowd? The 80s crowd isn't, they're in a league of their own. It, it doesn't, there is nothing to compare the 80s cruisers to, and I mean that in the best way possible. Uh, Holland America Line is much more tame in comparison. The 80s crowd, um, th the best way I explain this to, to people that have never been on an 80s cruise is when a normal cruise or a standard cruise is, uh, it's time to board. It's day one, everyone's getting on the ship, everyone's standing in line. And everyone's quiet. Everyone's got their documents out. And it's it's very mundane. It's it's borderline boring. The 80s crews, they are they've already had a few drinks in them, you know, <laughs> and I don't care if it's eleven AM, ten AM, whatever the case may be. It's loud, it's fun, it's rambunctious, it's uh everyone's seeing each other 
Um, some of them have known each other from previous 80s cruises. Some of them are meeting for the first time, but it's camaraderie that you cannot find anywhere else. I don't care what you're talking about. Any cruise, any line, any theme cruise, whatever the case may be, the 80s cruisers, they have this attitude that you can truly see they've been waiting for this the entire year, and it's game time, and they're ready to go. What does the crew of the ships usually say to each other? I mean, surely they, like, you know, when they're when they're on their private time, and they're taking the breaks, or they're having their meals, do they ever chit-chat about, you know, what the guests are like? And I'm, I'm just kind of curious, like, when they when they do an 80s cruise, do they just kind of look at each other in the hallways and go like, what the hell are we living through? Yeah, it's pretty, you know, when they're when they're out and about and they're doing their job, they're they're just taking it in. And then you bet, absolutely, when it's break time and the doors are closed and everyone's, you know, doing their own thing, the crew members are absolutely saying, you will not believe what I just saw one hour ago on the pool deck or, <laughs> you know, in the even in the trivia room. So it's absolutely, it's it creates probably the best topics for discussion that I could imagine. So what is the craziest thing that you've either seen on an 80s cruise or heard about happening on an 80s cruise so far? Ooh, uh, that's a, that's a good one. Um, the, you know, I will, the, one of the, one of my favorite memories was actually the year that I was just a camp counselor, not even this last year when I was the cruise director. But when we, when we did it the first year, I don't know if anyone remember this remembers the uh, the giant twister board that we brought on board. Oh, yeah, but we yeah, had an inflatable. Yeah. This thing was massive, and we had to, you know, it was so damn hot. We had to hose it down to keep it, you know, bearable for the people that were playing. But we had a giant inflatable twister board, and the, the guests were too good at it. They we, the game went on for hours. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and I remember one in particular. There was a woman, and she was a gorgeous 40s – she must have been 40, 45, something like that. But you, she looked like she was 25. She had definitely taken care of herself, and all the men were you know, picking up their tongues off the floor. And she was in a bathing suit, a two-piece bikini or something, and she was just killing it on this twister board. And it, it was stopping traffic. I, I think you can get the image in your head. Yeah. And oh, one – it, the, the, it, it got down to her and this other guy – this poor guy was against her on the board and they were stuck in a position where her ass was right in his face. There was no way around it. (laughs) All of her arms and legs were on the appropriate spots and her ass was poking up right in this guy's face and people were coming out of the restaurants. They were stopping what they were doing because we couldn't get them out of this position. And it was, uh, it was, you know, it was great. People were drinking. They became the show. I mean, this was just a fun game we were hosting on deck, but this became something else, and uh, it was it was really a showstopper. That was one of my favorite memories. That now I, I'm sure I could get crazier, and I'm sure crazier has happened when I might not have been around. But you might have to give me some more time to think about that one. <laughs> I, we got to bring the twister back. That's what I'm thinking. I know. Yeah, and I'd ha- I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask one of the other guys, one of the production guys, what, why it isn't coming back. I know it was hotter than hell. I know it was really uncomfortable yeah. to to be on top of, especially in the you know, even though it's March, you know, it, it still gets really hot in these places. But maybe it was just too bestial. Who knows? But anyway, I would love to see that thing back. You're also the cruise director on other themed cruises that ECP does, right? Yes. So I'm I'm the cruise director for Star Trek: The Cruise. The Jazz Cruise, the Smooth Jazz Cruise, Blue Note at Sea, and then, of course, the 80s Cruise. Do any of them go, like, as late in the night 
as the 80s cruise does. I mean, like, I'm sure the Star Trek cruise has its own, like, unique things to it. They do. Yeah. They, the, you know, the Star Trek cruisers, they, they can party, too. They're not quite on the level of the 80s cruisers. No one really is. But the Star Trek cruise is, you know, that, that one actually kind of surprised me. That was my first time doing that one. And they they could hang. They could hang for sure. You know, they've got their their discos and their things and their late night comedy shows that go into the, you know, all hours of the night, too. But um, 80s cruise still takes the cake. They, you know, they still stay up the latest. They drink the most. They party the hardest. But yeah, some of the other ones are are not too far behind. You mentioned that you were um, starting to gear up for 2019. Are you planning to uh, join us uh, this year more for some of the theme nights and dress up a little bit more? Yeah, they're they're giving me the the green light actually this time around to to get more uh, fun with the the costumes. It was something that they wanted me to not not go full force, you know, and, and part of it was, uh, you know, I was also kind of getting my bearings and this was my first time in the cruise director, uh, driver's seat, so to speak. And I was, I was taking it all in. I was also a little bit more of a last minute decision that I think they wanted it, you know, cause they, they were thrown for a loop and they need somebody. And so I didn't really have the time to go shopping and buy all the fun stuff, but this year it's a whole different story. I, I will have had lots of time to gear up and and buy some fun things and get more involved in the theme nights. Cause, uh, that was something that I just, the time didn't really allow it. And they also, uh, with Dane departing, they, they wanted me to kind of take on my own, uh, persona and, you know, not, I, they didn't want me to come across as though I was trying to one up him or, or take his spot. You know, the, I, I didn't want to be that, that guy. So I, I kind of was a little more subdued in that role, I guess. And then this year I get to kind of, do what I want a little bit more. They're like I said, they're going to give me the green light to to have a little more fun with the things that I'm I'm wearing and the and the activities that I'm attending and and just putting my own fun spin on things this time around. Is is there one theme night in particular that you really have like what you consider like this is the perfect theme night for me? I have the the best costume idea. I will say, and I don't want to give anything away because I'm spending an ungodly amount of money on my my <laughs> stuff, and I I don't want to. I don't want to give too much away, but the one funny enough that I'm I'm actually the most excited about currently is the one that we've already done for several years. And I know we got some new things coming this year and those are going to be fun to do, but I got to be honest, Neon Night, I'm really excited for this time around because I was able to, once I saw it done, now I, I've been able to get online and really just pound my credit card at some of these things. And I'm going to, I'm going to look, I promise you as stupid as humanly possible this time around. So um, that one I'm personally more excited for more so than anything else. I really am. I'm, I'm intrigued by the horror night though. I got to say I'm, I'm still racking my brain as to which direction I want to go for that one because I've seen some yeah. great stuff online, especially Amazon. And then I'm still kind of racking my brain for the Caddyshack versus Top Gun night. I want to, I'm trying to think outside the box and that's all I'm going to say about those because I really want to, I want to be shocking when I take the stage yeah. those nights. That that's what always gets me is that you think, you know, I think I know what's out of the box for this theme night, and then somebody comes up with an idea, and you think, "Holy hell!" I mean, like, where did you pull that one from? Yeah, and, and not only not only do they pull them off, but they find a way. I mean, to me, that the, the, there's some of these ideas I have. I'm like, this this would be easy to do, except for the fact that I've got to somehow squeeze this into a suitcase and take it on a cruise ship. Absolutely. And it's, and it's going to be 85, 90 degrees. So I'm not dressing up like the guys from Spies Like Us 
because I'm not wearing <laughs> a fur coat in the Caribbean. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, I'm but, a little uh, luckier because I live in Florida. So I'm if I need to, I'm going to drive down. I'm not going to fly. Uh, so I have that to my advantage so I can pack up a car and then load it on the ship and it'd probably save me some money, but you're absolutely right. It's getting it there is a huge as as we've as we've seen this last year. I mean, for God's sakes, those 8-foot Smurf costumes were, you know, how do you yeah. what does that cost to get down there? I don't know. And and that's just an example. I know a lot of a lot of our guests spend a lot of money just shipping, you know, and I, I wish there was a, a way that, that could, we could give them a break on that or something. I don't know what the, yeah. how that would happen. But anyway, it's, it's definitely something to take into account. So I'm curious. So over the years, I've had a chance to interview a lot of people from the eighties, um, either in person or, but usually on the phone, you obviously had a crash course on it in 2018. Of, of all the celebrities that you had a chance to meet uh, in 2018 at the last day's cruise, ha- has there been one moment where you've been like two stars struck to kind of function? Um, you know, I, when I got to meet, um, oh, that's a really good question too. I, I, I had a great time meeting Rick. You know, he was, he was very, he was nice to me. It was fun to, I, I was so thrilled to be able to be backstage for, for a lot of these things. Um, and uh, he was great. I would I wouldn't say starstruck starstruck with any of them. The one that I was really I kind of got chills when he came into my view was when I was backstage with Billy Ocean. I'd have to say that was that was right up there. And so in 2019, we're going to some new ports that the 80s cruise hasn't been to before, um, Key West and Belize, and we're also doing um, uh, you know a real familiar port like uh, Mexico in Cozumel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've obviously been to these ports probably many, many times. Um, what are some of your favorite things to do at some of these stops? Well, Key West, you can't go wrong uh, at all because everything it's, – it's, first of all, that, that port was made for the 80s cruise fans. I mean it's just, it's just bars all up and down Duval, and it's, it's just a party atmosphere. That's all that port is, in my opinion, is just one big party. And this year in particular, we're going to try to do some cool things in some of the bars specifically with our talent and, uh, and our guests – so it should be a blast. Um, oh, nice. The other great thing about Key West is it, it, I love the ports that you don't have to get a cab to have fun. And that's one where you can walk right off the ship and everything's right there for you. Um, so that, that one in particular has, even though I'm from Florida, for God's sakes, you know, it, I should be, I should probably be picking some more exotic favorites, but I got I just got to say that's one of the best in my opinion. Uh, yeah, always a good time. Um and and I really think the same of, of Cozumel. You know, that one is another one where you can get off and you can go have a blast without having to travel too far. You know, if you're on your excursion or whatever, of course, you might have a bus ride that take you to something pretty cool on the outskirts. But that is another party spot. It's just it's just a blast. And we I, we have a great amount of time as well in that one. So you can you can really enjoy the port. And of course, you want to get back on board for the shows and everything. But uh, those are two of my favorite ones in the Caribbean in general, you know, they just happen to be on the same voyage, which is great. But as far as Eastern, Western or Southern Caribbean, those two are some of the best I've ever been to. I assume you don't get a ton of downtime on the ship, you know, when you have your job, but when you do get some favorite downtime, what is your secret uh, favorite getaway spot on uh, one of the celebrity ships uh, when you need some downtime? Oh, um, that's an easy one. You know, it's the, uh, you know, obviously, you know where the pool is, and then they have the bar that's above the pool area. 
there's a uh, there's there's a cigar smoking area where I just kind of I'll kind of trickle off to if I if I want a moment to to relax and I, I'm a cigar smoker so that that's an easy one I like to get outside and assuming it's nice outside um, other spots on the celebrity ship you know you know one of the biggest best kept secrets in my opinion which oddly enough is right in the middle of everything is the uh, the sushi place the the Japanese sushi spot was uh, um, sushi on five was one place where I could always go for dinner and there were tons of tables for whatever reason I mean I know that was one of the ones for an additional charge and uh, you know maybe uh, some guests would rather just go to the, get something quick and easy from the dining room or for the Ocean View Cafe but that sushi spot was always a, a nice quiet spot for if you wanted to just get get on the phone for a little bit with a loved one or have a more of a quiet dinner. That was, that was a favorite spot for me. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing those secrets. I promise we will not come and stalk you at either one of no them. No worries. But, uh... Please do. Come say <laughs> hi. <laughs> anyway, thanks, JT, for joining the podcast, and we can't uh, wait to see you again in March. Absolutely. Likewise. I'm excited. It's going to be great. So there he is, JT Waters. What do you think, Brad? I think he's ready this year. Yeah, I think that was, that was a good interview. It's good to hear he's uh, he's in the same boat haha, with the rest of us, <laughs> madly buying things on Amazon. I do have to say, and maybe we've talked a little bit about this on the show, I am just, I'm still suffering post-Tron traumatic costume syndrome. and I just, I can't get the energy up to do anything too massive this year for the cruise. But I'm excited about being there, but I'm not sure that, I'm going to quite reach that level of insanity this year. I think what I'm going to aim for is I'm going to be aiming for wearing 80s-ish era clothing most days. And I'm not going to yeah. worry too much about the themes, but we're still, what are we, six months away, four months away, yeah. five months away? I could change my mind. Inspira- inspiration might strike at any moment. It hasn't yet. And that, that's what worries me. Uh-huh. In the past years, I would have been so, I would have been halfway there. I would have already had at least two costumes done. So all I, I can say is. is Katie and I were talking about it last night and she was just singing the praises of your icon night costume. She's like, it was spot on. You knew exactly who he was the second you saw him and he just nailed it. Who? So Me? trust your instincts. Yeah. You, which one? The Hunter S Thompson. Hunter S Thompson. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, interesting. <laughs> I don't, I didn't think anybody got that one, but uh, I did spend you some were time wrong. My friend, <laughs> Oh, God, there was something else I was going to talk about. You know what I kind of write it all off to is uh, senioritis because we're seniors this year. <sighs> That's what it is. Oh, my gosh, Steve, you're a genius. But, you've, but You're a genius. You've cracked the code. <laughs> the interesting thing is that this year's cruise is going to have some sort of a recognition of the senior class. Now, they haven't told us exactly yeah. what yet. I mean, I, I, I sort of know some inside scoop, but I don't know enough inside scoop. They're, they're keeping it a surprise for me too. Maybe I didn't pass my final exams. Maybe that's the problem. But yeah. there's going to be some sort of a graduation ceremony. There's going to be some, I, I think there's going to be I some, think that's really like, funny. some stuff like that. So if this is going to be your fourth cruise, you're eligible for the graduation uh, ceremony, such as it is. If you're going to be one of those people that's going to claim that maybe, oh, I spent my sophomore year studying abroad. Yeah, it's not going to work for you. <laughs> it's going to, you really, 
you, you we don't really, really care about your rotary international overseas right. class experience. You, you, yes, that did, that's not going to cut it. You have to actually be on this 80s cruise for the fourth year, and and then you'll be a graduating senior. So it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do next year, 2020. For those of us who graduate, do we go on to college? What do we do? Community college, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Two-year degree. Maybe. I'm hoping that, you know, his the stuff that they have planned in Key West doesn't interfere with your planned stuck in the 80s, you know, midnight, no book, just show up, pub crawl of doom. <laughs> I would love to do something fun for stuck in the 80s uh, listeners in Key West. That's a town I know pretty well, but we haven't thought it through yet. As is kind of the theme of my life. We have some ideas, <laughs> most of them bad. I haven't thought my life through just yet, so... Give me another couple decades and I'll figure it out. In the meantime, in the meantime, uh, let's not uh, delay any longer. Let's give people what they've been waiting for. Five question pop trivia quiz. These are actually trivia questions that we have used on previous 80s cruises. As Brad and I host the big 80s trivia at least four times every week, sometimes five if Depending on weather conditions. If they're desperate for entertaining and uh, huddled in angry masses. If you get all five questions right, you know, and you email us at podcast at sit80s.com, we will throw all your names in a hat and one person will win a Stuck in the 80s logo t shirt. Brand new, the size of your choice, and I will pay for it. Feeling generous today. Wow. Can't get any better than that. <laughs> okay. It's like beating the federal tax stamp on the cigarettes. Yeah. Can't beat that. Okay, pay attention. Here we go. Some of these have audio clues. Some of them do not. Actual questions from the 80s cruise, previous cruises. Question number one. Name the TV series with this theme song. It's Auto Man. Wait, no, it's... It's not Auto Man. Small Wonder. It's not Small Wonder. Uh, it's not going to be any of the shows from our last podcast about bad TV shows. I can guarantee that. It's a pity, isn't it? <laughs> it is a pity. Question number two. Multiple choice. Which of the following 80s movie actors does not, does not have a star currently on Hollywood's Walk of Fame? Is it John Cusack, Sean Penn, Eddie Murphy, or Matthew Broderick? We had to change this question because, uh, you know, we had the 1989 American comedy film UHF, which starred Weird Al Yankovic on the list, but he just got his star yesterday. Yeah, just recently. Here we go. Question number three. It's an audio clue. Name the artist or group who released this medley in 1981. Let's do it! 1981. What a fine year for music it was delightful okay steve number four on the tv show the facts of life name the private school the girls attend oh, oh, i know it i know it yeah down and back down and back oh. put it on your scorecard oh. Oh. give us the last one brad okay i'm the last one number five we're bringing it in here number five ending strong in 1980 Author Lisa Bernbach gave us this tongue-in-cheek guidebook on, quote, the merits of wearing pink and green, close quote. Name the book. I used to have this book. Uh, as did I. As did I. I believe my older sister still has our copy. Wow. I got rid of all my books years ago, for the most part. Print is dead. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, you know the drill. Um, you need to email us at podcast at SITs.com. Uh, five correct answers gets you into the uh, to the hat for the free T-shirt. Five correct answers and a $100 bill will get you the hat and the T-shirt. Yeah, $100 bill gets you whatever you want. Bring. I have a poster of Diane uh, Franklin that's uh, autographed to me. You can have that Signed one, too. Signed to you, I understand. Yeah, that's a real generous, thoughtful gift. Well, whatever, you know, it's still... She's still in a bathing suit. So how bad can that be? We will be back this weekend with a new show. We had a great time recording this weekend show, so I hope you listen to it. Don't forget the promo code AUGUST, www.the80scruise.com. In the meantime, myself, JT, and Brad in LA, we remain here. Where, Brad? I'm at sea, and I'm a god at sea. Hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.